The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. This podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. You think you know who's going to win the fight this weekend? Then lay down some money and get in on the action at the safest online sportsbook in the world. And it's the only one that we recommend to our listeners. MyBookie.ag offers all kinds of different wagers on fights, as well as every other type of sport and league in the world. And when you win, you get lightning-fast payouts. You can even create your own player prop wagers using their prop machine. You heard that right. You can create your own matchups and wagers between any ball players that are in action that day. So go check them out now and use promo code BUFFER. For a 50% bonus on your first deposit up to $1,000. I would only recommend a website to my listeners that's an excellent one. So if you want to experience Las Vegas-style sportsbook gambling from the comfort of your living room, mybookie.ag is the only place you want to check out. They offer pretty much every sport and league in the world, including eSports, with League of Legends and Counter. At T-Mobile, you can get two powerful iPhone 11 Pros on us. The three cameras are perfect for capturing my DIY projects. I'm repainting our car. Wow, the ultra-wide camera really captures all the uh, flames. Switch today and get two new lines for 90 bucks, plus two iPhone 11 Pros on us with qualifying trading. For well-qualified customers, plus taxes and fees, essentials plan with auto pay, phone via 24 credits. If you cancel before 24 credits, remaining balance on full price of $999.99 for each device may be due. Contact us. Qualifying port-ins and finance agreements required. For strike. In addition, if you're into casino games like blackjack, roulette, craps, or slots, mybookie.ag has it all. Not to mention, you can play all of their games on your cell phone, your iPad, or a tablet computer. It's entirely up to you. You can literally play from anywhere in the world. You play, you win, you get paid. So if you want to get in on the action this summer, go to mybookie.ag now and sign up with them using promo code BUFFER, that's B-U-F-F-E-R, to ensure that you're eligible for all of our future promotions and bonuses. Visit Las Vegas from your couch and try them out today. Once again, that's mybookie.ag using promo code BUFFER. It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are it's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. It's time. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, back to the streets of Atlantic City, New Jersey, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about, but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. President Trump, current events, sex, drugs, rock and roll, sports, UFC, you name it, we talk about it. It's No Holes Barred Radio on this show, folks. And this show, my show, with my co-host T.J. DeSantis, has now been online for approximately 10 years. And we've had a lot of great guests over that 10 years. Amazing guests from the world of sports and entertainment. One of the ones that stands out is our good friend of the show, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It was only about two years ago that Jean-Claude came back on our show in studio. And we had one of the most memorizing, personal, touching interviews, I think, in the history of It's Time Radio and his 10-year existence. So with that being said, it was such a great interview, and now that we're at the new Revolver Podcast Network, our new host network, we'd like to share with you what we consider to be probably one of our top five podcasts of all time with the legendary Jean-Claude Van Damme. So I'm really looking forward to this coming up, TJ. Before we get there, you know, we had a great night of fights last weekend. 
over in uh, Glendale, Arizona at the Gila River Arena. And with that being said, the main event, Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje, they brought it. They had five rounds of total action. Dustin coming out on top, now looking forward to either having a rematch with Eddie Alvarez or maybe going into a future fight with Khabib Nurmagomedov for the belt, which I know he wants. We saw another fight with Carlos Condit and Alex Oliveira. Alex Oliveira coming out on top. Carlos Condit, the longtime UFC fighter, fantastic fighter, always brings it. But now he's at a turning point in his career that he has to consider what will the future hold after his loss on Saturday night. Michelle Waterson, Courtney Casey battling it out in the strawweight division. Michelle Waterson on her way to a championship fight in the strawweight division with her performance that night. Just a top-notch night of fights, TJ. Really exciting. And I'm on my way to Atlantic City for another exciting night of fights coming this Saturday. Uh, lots to talk about. But don't you agree, TJ? Jean-Claude Van Damme was one of the best podcasts we've ever had. Hands down. I mean, there are very few things that I've done uh, for a decade plus, this being one of them. And uh, that was uh, one of the best uh, days I think we've had in 10 years. And uh, it's always fun to sort of go back and, and show maybe some of our new listeners who weren't around then or maybe, you know, I'm like 10 years. A lot of people come in and out of uh, uh, touch with us over the course of 10 years. If you haven't heard it yet, if it's new to you, uh, it, it'll be just as good as the first time uh, anyone else heard it. And if you've already heard it, I think it's one of those things that it's like a good song. Every once in a while, even though you've heard it a million times, it's good to go back and uh, listen to it because I think as our lives evolve, uh, we always sort of pick out new things that maybe we didn't appreciate the first time we heard it. And, uh, I mean, this is a inspirational interview with, with Jean-Claude. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get him back on the air again in the future. But this is one that I think... Even if you've heard it, you'll still take some things and, and, you know, sit back and be entertained, but also sort of think about your life in a different way and, and maybe use it to become a better person. Absolutely. And when you talk about the word evolve, Jean-Claude Van Damme touches on the evolutionary process in his life, recreating his own career. And this is a lot that's been discussed. I personally have listened to this interview more than 10 times over the last couple of years, and I've gotten something new out of it every time. So let's, without, without any more being said from us, because we know how great the interview is, let's let our worldwide listening audience enjoy a nice bit of time, like you're sitting in a living room sharing a bottle of Cristal Champagne with the great, legendary Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's time! You asked for it, and you got it at BruceBuffer.com. Championship introductions at a special rate are now provided for all of you as a keepsake for life, like you are being introduced like a champion in the cage. Just go to BruceBuffer.com. Specials for championship introductions, weddings, birthdays, voicemail, and business recordings. I'm here for you if you need me. Check me out at BruceBuffer.com. It's time to begin! <laughs> Who am I kidding? I'll let him do it. It's time! Now, back to the voice of MMA, Bruce Buffer. It is the Lifestyle Show of the Web, and today... A very, very big show. Historical show for us after 200 episodes as we bring on one of my favorite action stars of all time. One of my favorite human beings and a man I like to call my friend in the movie industry. A man who's known the world round as the Muscles from Brussels. But let's bring him on now because he truly is an icon. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Hi, Jean-Claude. How are you? How are you, Bruce? <laughs> you like that intro, don't you? Oh, yes, but what a voice. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And, you know, it actually pays for, you know, some of the bills. <laughs> Jean-Claude, you know, I've known you for a number of years. Uh, we've been, you know, mile away neighbors, Marina Del Rey, seeing each other at Gold's. Before I ever met you, I will say that I spent a lot of my life watching your movies, first in line to go see them. Uh, always fascinated a lot by you because you're such a distinctive iconish, uh, legendary action star in, you know, in the movie film industry, which has gone through a lot of changes since you first came in. Um, your background, a lot of people really want to know about. I mean, you're from Brussels. Uh, they like to know about your martial arts background. I know also, too, aside from your training, you've done bodybuilding. You've been in martial arts. You've achieved belts in martial arts. You've fought. You've studied ballet, which, quite frankly, in my opinion, if you can study and train in ballet, you can pretty much do anything because that's got to be some of the toughest training that there is, even it, though you're not getting hit. Right. It, yes, exactly. Now, when you first came to America, you came here with a dream, shall we say. And when you came here, by my estimate, uh, it was about 1982 
when you first came to America. Am I correct in that? Correct. And you're with a childhood friend named Michelle uh, Kesey? Yes. Correct. Yes, Kesey. And you moved to the States in the hope of becoming action stars. I'm fascinated, not just by where you are today, which we'll talk about, how you got here more so. I'm always fascinated by the dreams that people have and how they achieve your goals. Where were you at that point in your life? And, and can you just give us a little insight into when you came to America, what it was like for you? Before uh, coming to America, uh, I came out of my mother, and the first fight was against myself. Right. I was not uh, well gifted physically. I was having a problem physically in terms of not being a very strong kid, and everything was a fight. Was it, was it better. medical? No, no medical. You know, some uh, kids, they're born skinny, not sure. ready. I mean, they're not you, like you force just... of nature. So because of training, I was able to fight in a sense against myself and to become a better person. Now, with that, were you... I mean, a better, not a person, a better physical person. Right. Did, did you go through what a lot of young uh, boys and girls these days go through, which is the bullying process in Europe? Did you suffer from that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, bullying at school and everything. Then uh, my father was watching a TV show called uh, Kung Fu. And uh, he saw that uh, with uh, this art coming from Asia... And the guy was skinny, and at that time, the people in Europe, when they saw that TV show, they truly believed in that art, the Kung Fu art. So my mm -hmm. father brought me to martial arts to a teacher who became very close to me, like a father. And uh, I was almost, I mean, he was like a second father to me. So because of love and because he saw me somewhere special, which is being able to be something amazing with my legs, even though I was a gringalet, like he said, uh, skinny, like a, like a toothpick, and, 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 and I was not flexible. He saw the will in me and the love I was having for my teacher. At that time, we didn't have martial arts for children, for kids. It was right away with a 16, 17, 18 years old. I was 11, so 18 looked like 35 years old against a 15 years old. You know, it was look. And I was able to, I was forced to go on high kicks to be able to spar with them and everything. I take a little time. It's important for the people of the UFC. So I was having difficulties all the time in terms of height, power, and everything. So it's good to have a difficulty because I fought myself and I passed that stage. Then I became a hotshot in Belgium. I started to win some competition. Then I did weightlifting. I became Mr. Belgium. Then I did a few movies in Paris. And I said, okay, it's time to make good money. I opened a gym. Then my father saw that very successful because I came from a... My father was a floor man, a, a florist. He mm -hmm. was selling flowers. And right. I was with him in the morning, buying the flowers, then go to school, then to karate. It was a very 15, 16 hours a day life, you know, hard growing up, right? Right. And so when my father saw that my gym with the martial arts and the weightlifting and it made so much money at that time, about three to $4,000 a day, Wow. That's a was, lot of money back then. It was the that biggest is, gym in Belgium, what, right? What year is this? It was back in 1980, 1979. Wow, right? that's crazy money. Right, 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 right. I was young, too. So, no, I was 19 years old. So my father then moved to my gym to help me with the accountability. And, of course, <laughs> right. after two years, that I can do better than that. What? I want to be a movie star. Because since I was 11 years old, 8 years old, I was praying to the cosmic will, but, uh, God, God, Buddha, Allah, whatever you want to call him. Right. I was praying to something powerful, and I say thank you in advance, but my first prayer, basically, I know I'm not cuckoo, wanted, I wanted to help the earth, the ecology, but at that time, everything was perfect, right? right? Perfect, and then also I wanted to be like a Tarzan in movies. I was, you know, that dream of being those Marvel comics with the arms and the muscles, so everything was like a fight. And that dream came back to me, and I left to America. With $3,000 in my pocket, I sold my gym. I put the money in the bank. I paid back my father for the loan. Thank you, Dad. Good father. And then he said, to, my father told me, you know, no matter where you're going, okay, big fight first because lots of money, right. old generation. He saw the war and all that stuff, mm -hmm. you know, penny by penny, flowers by flowers. Now I'm leaving this beautiful business. And he said, listen... If you fail, you can always come back here 
and you have a bed and a flower shop. Great father. Yeah, and that made me feel so strong, uh, Bruce and TJ. When I came to the States, my father was always with me in my heart and my mother, my family. So I did it again mm. for the love of my father. So when I became a movie star, I said, what's really special of being a movie star except being famous? And that became boring to me. And then I started to understand the art of acting which is not acting, which is telling the truth and becoming a character so I can come out of myself mm -hmm. and feel better sometimes than to go back in myself because, you know, my life with the ups and downs. I've right, got lots right, of right. memories and right. marriage and divorce. I've done everything and basically nothing to understand everything. When you came to America, you know, back then, because you're, if I'm not mistaken, we're only a couple years apart. You're, you're around 55, 56, and I'm 58, and... In my early stages of martial arts, which got me into kickboxing and the stuff that I did at the early age, in my day, we all wanted to be Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee. And it was about the kicking and the striking. You know, that has changed so much since then, although Bruce Lee is still, as Chuck is, you know, a huge icon to all of us. Um, a lot of people, you know, they, they talk about your fighting background as far as what you did or not. On record, when I was, you know, doing some research, you had, unless I'm mistaken, 18 victories in a, uh, in a kickboxing career. Right. And uh, one defeat. And I read where those 18 victories, were they uh, all knockouts in those victories? No, no, no. I win some, a lot with knockout, and some I win with points. Yeah. Okay. And then, but yeah. at that time, also, for you to know, when we fought in Belgium, it was very disorganized. Mm -hmm. Some fight happened, like some, you have like light contact, full contact, and shuttlecon style. Right. And they happen in a school. And you see the water dripping in some buckets when the guy you're supposed to control. So you go very close, but of course people excited and bam in the lips. It's right. bleeding all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Nurse, nurse, no nurse there. It's like, you know, it was in the old fashioned. Right. And yeah. it was also people from the Middle East, uh, North African people, people from Africa, tough mm -hmm. kid from the street. And that was the area where I was born. So, and I was a, a white boy, you know? So I grew up with all those guys and I became very close to this type of thinking, which is the street thinking. Mm -hmm. And my father gave me a great education because he was a autodidact. So he gave me, you know, Wagner to listen, Beethoven, Moliere. So I was between those two entities. So when I came to America, I think that helped me a lot. Plus my sensitivity to be able to understand and feel people today better before talking to them. Well, the understanding your character to create the character is very important. And life's learning process, like you're explaining, obviously all comes into that, you know, especially being an actor. The first film that you came out, obviously Bloodsport. A lot of people, when they talk about the original UFC, they say it's almost like, you know, the original Bloodsport because back in the UFC and the original, it wasn't mixed martial arts. It's what style was the best style with, of course, Gracie and Jiu-Jitsu winning over in that. In Bloodsport, which was your breakout hit, was in 1988. That film was made for like a million and a half dollar budget. When you were making that film and you were on that film, did you feel that this was going to be the breakout film for you? Did this have that sense, or were you just happy to be in a movie? Okay, <laughs> it was treating. You know, when you come from Belgium and they're telling you you can make a film, right away, it's like, okay, I'm making Lawrence of Arabia because... <laughs> Uh, my, my mentality, you can make a film, you can make a film, okay, I'm going to make a big movie. So I enter into Bloodsport with 20 years of rehearsal without knowing. Since I trained, since I was 10, 11, and I start Blood uh, at 25, mm -hmm. I've been training for that part without knowing. And at that time, it was no CGI, it was no green screen, so all the move, white screen was kind of, it was real. So it was not really a story. It was more like a Van Damme billboard, and from there I received more parts. But when I saw the movie finish at the Chinese theater, it was not too many people, and I came down, and I, I was not happy. I was like kind of, uh, you know, I was crying inside, going, well, it's not a good film, the story, the cutting, the kick, not enough, not enough, not enough. And then I find out later that it became a success, I go on radio saying, yeah, you know, we can do better because... And then the, the producer called me, Van Damme, 
This is Menachem. Are you crazy? The iron is hot. Don't ever say bad against any of your fucking movies. You know? I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but you know, we can do something called kickboxer and all that stuff, right? Right. right. And it was great. And then when I saw it a couple of days ago, I saw Bloodsport. I go, oh my God, what a magic inside. Because now we have like 20 something years of distance or 30. And I saw it. And I go, not 30, 28. And I go, wow, it's magic, you know, because I was kind of uh, pure. Like, it, it definitely pure. Yeah. It created an evolutionary process in the martial arts films to where they are today. And, and even in your own films, because, you know, after that, you come out in like Double Impact, which was a lot of fun to watch. Um, you had the uh, Kickboxer movie, which, if I'm not mistaken, you're redoing right now. Is this correct? Yes, we are doing a remake. And what, portion, what part of, uh, where are you at with the remake now? I know you're training, you know, like an animal now. Right. But, I mean, is, kick, is Kickboxer actually being made at this moment, or is it planned to go to film soon? In a couple of weeks, we are shooting the other half, which is the training part. So, ah. Kurt is coming to my camp, and now I'm a trainer. So we're going to try to make some new move. Remember the sticks in the kickboxer the mm -hmm. using the pads in the right. U.S.? See? So I would like to do something kind of crazy, and we'll see. And lots of breakage because it has to be cinematic. But I saw the other half of it with Batista and GSP and... and um, oh, GS GSP's in it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's a, they're good actors. I mean, GSP, his acting became... Amazing. Yeah. Uh, really cool. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. So um, I, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of also an honor for me to be uh, with uh, GSP. He's a great champion. And I believe vice versa. So it's beautiful. Martial arts is really beautiful. I I'm curious. I mean, you look at martial arts stars. You already mentioned uh, uh, Bruce Lee and, and Chuck Norris. Jean-Claude Van Damme is, is right in that list of, of great martial arts actors. But it seems like this modern generation doesn't have the next martial arts star. Why is that, Jean-Claude? Is, is, it, is it too hard to break in? Are there just not enough polarizing figures? Why does this generation not have uh, the next incarnation of yourself? I... <laughs> We're starving for it right now, quite frankly, in film. Seriously? When you think about to, it. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think it's coming from the inside. i give you an example. By the way, before going to that subject, also we have Ted Field, a great producer. Mm -hmm. Ted Field, sure. Who's going to produce the film, and Dimitri, another producer. And let's not forget Batista. He did the movie, I guess, for me, because... He's uh and and you know he's like the he's a big star right now. He's an amazing surprise. Yeah, so I'm very happy. But he can show. act. No, Batista can. But yeah. no one yeah. thought that. Everyone thought, yeah. oh, just a pro wrestler doing this Marvel movie, and no. he stole the freaking show. No, right? he can act. It's like yeah. you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Obviously, he can do all the Dwayne the Rock Johnson stuff. But give him a chance to act. He can right. act. Right. But but no offense to Batista, no offense to the Rock. Those guys to me aren't martial artists like you. We no, don't have not. a martial they're artist. Not. Not. Okay, you know I tell you what. You know, I was born on the wood floor, right? Almost, and. You, um, when you start to go to the dojo, you start to build a such such a respect between you, the master, your friends. That's why sometimes I'm 55. Yes, sir. Okay, he's calling me sir. He's kind of weak. Some some people, you know, it's like right. I'm, I'm in that type of tunnel. Right. And also, uh, I've been building in my mind martial arts all my life, including cinematic martial art. Mm -hmm. And also, sometimes you have that. It's just inside you. It's like Bruce Lee. You know, I, I, want, I don't want to compare myself. He was my hero. All I'm saying, when, when it's time to go and you open those eyes, like, Bam! it's just it's there. It's like that, that explosion inside mm -hmm. you. It's coming from inside right. you. You take the energy. Like, for example, a guy like McGregor, he's got that type of thing. He's hungry. It's new for him. Mm -hmm. He appreciates the money with a big smile. He's saying it out loud, and right. now, he's, now he's living a very great adventure. This is the time where you go from nothing to being bored. So I'm advising him to enjoy every second Absolutely. of the day. That's the time. And it's, it's going to be hard to beat him because he's fighting with this, plus his techniques and his height, plus he's got the, the Irish people behind him, and he creates. Listen to this. He created a connection, a, uh, a soul connection between him and the audience on his early fight, and he wants to be loved. Uh, one more thing. Why those UFC champions are, they want to be loved. Before the fight, they are doing their honest show, and they want to be loved. Mm -hmm. And it's not, not, nothing is more hard for a fighter after a career, same as a movie star, to mm -hmm. going down.
And I want to say something to all the UFC people. The training that they have to go through from toe to nose, you know, because it's all, all the styles are involved. I really pull my hat because those kids inside the cage, the beating they can receive, they're very courageous. And also it brings back the people, the, the American population to a specific. I understand it's primal. I understand we have blood. I understand the technique. So we accept the hit because we understand the techniques. We understand the puzzle before the game, not the game before the puzzle. Mm -hmm. But some people not. But also it puts some people like those kids into a specific to go into the right way, the right path, and to understand what specific is. You can do the same with study, same with driving a bus. But UFC bring back people into a... Schedule time, sleeping, training, you know what I'm saying? You know what you're focusing on, too, is because they're capturing the hearts and minds of the fans. And that's when you capture the hearts and minds and leading the lifestyle that they lead as long as they're good role models. Right. These are the role models of today where we live in a life, and we talk about this all the time on the show, of which me are useless role models such as the Kardashians and the, you know, I can go on and on and on that don't really do anything to make one better in life other than just be famous for being famous. Here you're looking at somebody that the hearts and minds of the young 18 to 34-year-olds and kids can relate to the way I related to, in my own mind, to Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris and the way you did when we were young, Right. you know, in that kind of an instance. This is very important in today's society. And Conor McGregor, you bring up a cool point here. We have Randy Couture has gone into film. You worked with him in The Expendables. Right. Um, Ronda Rousey has now gone into film. She's come out in a few major blockbuster films, most recently, recently Entourage. She just got a huge paycheck to start a whole franchise built around her called, um, I forget, do you remember the name of that franchise? Uh, the Athena Project. Yeah, The Athena Project. Uh, she's on her way to that, although her heart and mind and her focus, being the true martial artist that she is, is to continue to be the great champion that she is. Now we look at Conor McGregor, and you're right. He is in that most important period of his life to enjoy and fulfill himself as much as possible because, let's be honest, it doesn't last forever. We know that. Do you see Conor McGregor with that personality he has and everything going for him that you just so you know bountifully described? Do you see him making his way? Does he have what it takes in your mind as a raw actor to go into film? Do you see that possibility? Yeah, McGregor is going to be always a moving step forward sure he likes to elevate himself in semi to into fighting philosophy he's reading book he's trying to learn his way he's not stupid he's listening he has to do what he has to do and he's a good guy he loves people mm -hmm. but uh him being a movie star he's really a true warrior and he'll make a film or two or three films for sure because he wants to touch everything. But in his heart, he, he, he's a true warrior. And I don't know what he's going to tell me or anybody's going to tell me, but I've got to say that. It's on the bottom of my heart, guys. I've got to say that. UFC, the feast, were boxing for many, many years. It's, it's good. They are good. They are strong. The projection, all that wrestling stuff, forget about me. It's spaghetti, you know. I would right. bite, right? I cannot do anything. You know, wrestling school in, in Belgium, it was soccer. I hate it. I was staying on the bench. I stay on the bench. But kicking, lots of people, they don't know how to use their legs correctly because you're supposed to kick backwards, like when you're boxing, mm -hmm. forward, and the, the power it's sometimes not that there. And I'm honest. You can say JC, FM, and everything, but I've got to be honest. And McGregor, for example, who's a great fighter, if he can use his legs as mm -hmm. good as, he, uh, as his fist, because what he has, what not too many people have, it's the eye. Like Emelianko was not really in shape, out of shape, but his eye, he yeah. knew one. So Fedor, he's Fedor. got Fedor. Yeah. Emelianko. So he's got that, that, that. He's got that. But what McGregor has, he's hungry and he's training every day. And after this fight, I would love to 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 spend some time with him to to elevate the knee even better and and not to make mistake because turning around like that is fantastic he's got the speed but a guy like Aldo can go inside him that's dangerous I, I love that you're getting fired up about this I, it sounds like you're a big Conor McGregor fan do you expect him to beat Jose yeah, Aldo to be honest with you I love McGregor and I love Aldo those two guys like uh, you've got you know <laughs> you've got uh, you've got a Ferrari Lamborghini it's not the same 
same. I know uh, Mr. Gregor with different types of anatomy, but right. you've got the guys from the street. Is is like is uh, like he's uh, strong. He's he's all over the place. He's like he's you know it's like he's like. Uh, like an Energizer Bunny, he just moves all like, over the octagon, no, everywhere. Like, like uh, uh, not on a bad way. No, no, like no, a no, monkey, no, no. Like a monkey, you know, yeah. if I fight you, like, bam, bam, he's all over the place, you know, to move, he's fast, he right. goes forward, he's, he's that is imprevisible. Uh, and McGregor has one thing that nobody has in his division, I think. He can go back backwards at the same time he's hitting. And when the guy run at him and he can go backwards and ba 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 and he's hitting the guy. It's it's very dangerous. So he's got the length to go forward and he's got the technique to go backwards. When you look at some of the great fighters that have been in both boxing and mixed martial arts, there was a boxer who still today is to me is the greatest pound for pound boxer ever, which is Sugar Ray Robinson. He could knock you out with a short right hook going backwards. Chuck Liddell I watched him break uh, the orbital of that fighter, I forget. Uh, Vernon Tiger Woods. Vernon Tiger Woods hit him walking backwards, broke his orbital with a punch. I mean, the ability to punch when you're moving backwards is as important, if not more important, than moving forwards. Right. You have to have that full side, just being able to fight from left angle to right angle. There's a lot of excitement going on in the UFC, and I know you enjoy it. And yes, I know, yes. Obviously, like, for example, I mean, the guy was, was using his legs kind of cool it's uh and has nothing to do with ufc but i don't promote because i am a, a big fan I, I saw the first ufc and people say we'll never go and then they create a network just to make that happen and many years ago in the newspaper they said it's bad it's gory it will never happen and no it's fantastic because it has that touch of gladiator with class and the flash and the music every champion they have their music yeah. i think it's it's beautiful but uh, uh, anyway what i wanted to say using like also demand lots of condition yeah yeah because your arms is that heavy but to be able to lift your knee like sure. okay i was talking about Boakao and bill wallace oh yeah those super guys foot. were yeah super food but of course it's not jiu-jitsu but i'm saying in terms of legs Boakao from thailand ain't bad he's got some good techniques how to block and how to go he trained in slow motion kick it's very important to do kicking in slow motion that will give you extreme power actually i train like that myself a little bit because it's almost similar to tai chi because the slow movements a lot of those guys you see doing their tai chi in the park and stuff if you really look they're very strong very strong the slower you make those movements and you're, you're right if you come up with the kick and you do a completely formed perfectly moved kick but as slow as possible you're training those muscles to the to the yauda every yeah, fiber exactly. every fiber every fiber of that muscle is being trained very very cool point you know just real quick in your martial arts I'd like to ask you a question about this I think you know the way that we implement traditional martial arts and mixed martial arts is a bit different it's more repetition and routine a lot of people get away from the kata and and doing things in the gym do you feel there there's benefit for people in traditional martial arts to continue doing the kata and and actually have it for you know actual street application <laughs> Me, I did few katas to win some some competition for the form and look look beautiful. But truly, I prefer to uh, to do some um, shadow boxing right. and look at myself in the mirror. And I put a rope with a tennis ball and I hit the rope like a, a thin rope like this with the foot. And I try not to make the rope move. You know, this is very difficult. If you have the dexterity to touch somebody and go like this, imagine. Right. If you need, always put your knee up. Because if your knee up, you can go back forth very fast. And you also can turn this way. When the knee's up, it's the aiming weapon. And you're protecting yourself like a shelf. And then you go like a piston. Look at Jean-Claude moving his chair. I know. Buffer. I know. See this? When we were in the gym together uh, last week or the week before, remember? And we were talking with James. And, and we were doing the knee. And, and we said the knee is the gun sight. Yeah. And if the gun sight is, to the, is looking at the side that you're kicking through, you're going to kick through that target. Whether it's a head, a body, or whatever. I mean, I was always trained that your knee is your gun sight, and that's where the kick comes from. Right. Yeah. And you need a lot of power in your buttocks because uh, the ASS is the one who's holding the middle of your body with the right. abdominal. So to be able to lift your knee and to lift your knee, your knee on a very high, you need all Look the muscle that. here. No, no, you have to open because a lot of people, when they kick, they go like this. So if I'm, if I'm blocking him, I'm going to go in, not inside him, and he's going to hook me or elbow me. So what you have to do when you kick, you have to put your knee 
straight between his guard and go inside, right. like, like, like a Japs, you know? Mm. And it's not, it's not difficult, it's just like to understand, to just change the hip movement. So you talk about Shotokan, it was karate martial arts, mm. we'd follow the books. You do one kick, you do one mistake, you repeat 1,000 mistakes right. with 1,000 kick. No, you go from there to UFC. Boxing follow, wrestling follow. Martial arts, it's a jump from Shotokan, very straight, yep. this, that, that, to something who has to match the inside of wrestling and boxing. Mm -hmm. So who was there to teach that to whom? Jiu-Jitsu, they go one magari, and then they go to the floor. Right. We have kind of a, kind of a teacher was not there. Sorry, guys, don't kill me, but I go with my pure... My, because in five years from now, in UFC, the mm -hmm. kicking will be amazing. Right. It's going it's to keep everyone. <laughs> well, I mean, like, more, more, more. like the feast, we, like the feast. Look what we've seen over the last few years: the Edson Barboza. So, all, all, all I'm saying between that Shotokan area, Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling, boxing, to UFC, a a a a, a teaching. Kicking spirit, a teaching kicking community is going to start to grow out there. Mm -hmm. And then it will be a big difference fighting. And that's why a guy like uh, who, break, who broke his legs, wrong place, but yeah, Silva, Anderson Silva. Or, or, or Connor, they are very, they can take their distance and they can have the time to target right. and everything. Yeah. Well, that's what Connor does. And he's definitely a specimen. And getting back to, it's fascinating, isn't it, TJ? Oh, this is amazing. This is Jean-Claude Van Damme doing this in his chair in front of you. This is fascinating. What I just loved is is you still have amazing flexibility. You're, you're world famous for no, your I, I, I was attached with a cable. <laughs> I know, but still. <laughs> I was restrained like in a movie. Huh? I, and do, do you even have to work on your flexibility anymore, Jean-Claude, or is it just you're, you're probably this flexible for life? You have to you have to work because the, the, the tendon, they're going to constrict. And mm -hmm. also when you blow a few tendons, I blow three times inside wow. different places. So... You have to reopen that. It's, it's getting tighter and tighter. Right. Have you done jujitsu at all? Never. I got to think that this guy would be amazing at rubber guard. Well, at rubber guard, I think you imagine Eddie Bravo working with him Seriously. For, for about six months. We, we should try to hook that up. We should get you on the mat with Eddie Bravo, and he teaches some amazing stuff. Really? Yeah. I know sometimes it, it, you can't very... teach an old dog new tricks, but we'll oh, see I what's think, up. I think JC can do whatever he wants to. I'm running too fast. Let, let, let's, get, let's get back into your movie career a little bit as we, as we take it forward. You know, you, you were doing the martial arts films, and then your acting as it began to expand, as you began to become a better actor, the nowhere to run. Hard Target. I enjoy these movies so much. Time Cop was a really, really good film. The film to me, which I consider one of your best films ever, which involves so much honesty on your part because of the ups and downs that you've been through in your career, was JCVD. And the beauty of JCVD, real quickly, TJ, for if you haven't seen it, for, the, for our audience listening, JCVD was basically Jean-Claude Van Damme going home to Brussels to see his family, in a rough period in your life, in the career, in the married life, you know, just a very honest film. You go into a bank to get some money. The bank gets robbed, hmm. and you're taken hostage. Right. I don't, I've never heard of a plot like this because Holly was just retelling stories all the time. Right. And you have one scene in this film, which you have to correct me, is either 10 or 12 or 14 minutes long. The Time magazine actually said that your performance – in the film was the second best of the year after Heath Ledger's The Joker in The Dark Knight. And they basically said that you deserve not a black belt, but an Oscar. Now, I know when I walked out of watching this movie, I called my friends, my dad, and I always talk about film all the time. I said, Dad, you won't believe this, but I just saw a, at a performance by Jean-Claude Van Damme that was worthy of an Oscar nomination just for that one scene alone. Now, my question to you and those that have watched the film was that scripted, Jean-Claude, or did they just let the cameras roll? Because I just don't see how that was so scripted. The tears looked real. The emotion was real. It's raw. It's raw. It's almost like I was a psychologist. The tears real. You think I'm a lady? <laughs> 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 no, it came out naturally, of course. But yeah. I did have some structure of kind of a mini path of my life. Right. And then uh, it came out uh, It came out naturally. I had to talk about life, and I came from the dojo, and I was hurt, and I believe in friendship. And You know, when you like friendship, it's something very unusual. I grew up skinny between big brothers, and they helped me to become a better kid physically, and then they helped me how to catch the girl, say that to her, say this to her, don't cry on her. And I, 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 I wake up with those brothers of mine, 
And when I came to America, they were not the same brothers. And um, sometimes you get hurt in the world of... And that's why lots of champions, they're very, uh, wow, wow, wow. But deep inside, they're like a teddy bear. Yeah. Well, you're also in one of the most difficult industries to work with, which is completely cutthroat, and everybody's out for themselves, which is the movie business. I mean, let's face it. It's just there's a bunch of thieves out there lying through their teeth. Who do you trust? (laughs) Who's gonna Who's gonna take care of you? Who's gonna back you up? (laughs) You can laugh about it now. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I gotta tell you, the first time we met, and you you know, I doubt very much you remember this. There was a a very popular night spot called Bar One here in L.A. on Sunset Boulevard. Right. And they had a pool table, if right, you remember. Right. And I was in there one night, and I'm having a great time. And uh, there's Jean Claude playing pool, and I go you over and introduce me myself. There? You I met, met you there. Oh my God. We were playing pool with a couple of girls, right? Right. And then every time a girl would walk up to the pool table, he's so funny. He would go, or the kick. I mean, you know, he had, it's a, a body gift from God. Right. And it's like the girls are like, you know, all salivating around us. And I'm like, man, this is the greatest wingman I have ever had no, in my listen, life. But when listen, you, when, you, when you don't know how to speak English, <laughs> you get to do something <laughs> right. to create a conversation. Right. <laughs> I believe they call that peacocking these days. Yeah, yeah, right. Call it whatever you want, yeah. but it works for Jean Claude. That's all I can tell you. You can still compete at kickboxing without a. Nah, at 55, you need to open the lungs, the heart. It's, you know, it's a different, uh, you have to win in one round. All I'm saying, I can teach, I can spar, no problem. You put the rounds in the gym, no No problem. No problem, no problem. Any guys who wants to play with me, in a sense, bring the camera. No problem. But uh, it's because I've been training all my life, all my life. It was like, it was like a fight against myself. And because of that, I survived. And thank God to sports, thank God to my uh, parents for my... Uh, I became a force of nature because of training. Well, it's a beautiful thing. You know, that, yeah. that it, I always tell people, they say, well, I'll start training when I'm 40, I'll start training when I'm 50. No, you've got a real problem. You need to start training now and be consistent and make it happen for a long period of time. We were in the gym a couple weeks ago when we were going back and forth and we were throwing a couple kicks at each other. And it's, I mean, your, your speed is amazing. Right. You know, you, you, most people lose the speed first. And retain the power. Right. I don't think you've lost your speed. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think but so. But the most important is flexibility. Always. When you get older, if you keep on stretching, your muscle, there's the good quality. Flexibility is well, very know, important. You're known for those splits. Right. Right? And I tried to show off to you a little bit in the gym the right. other day. Oh, by the way, I'll get a picture with you. You're doing the split, the spagas. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He takes good care of himself. They say spagas in Russia. Spagas. Spagas. No, I can't say that. Hey, listen, I got a compliment from John Claude Van Damme on my splits. I'm that's it. I'm done. No, no, no. He did the split guarantee like this. In fact, I came in the middle and go, hey, to the camera to show (laughs) what's not CG. Just in he said, come next to me. I said, yeah, sure. I'm gonna be between you. Why? So they can see it's for real, you know? Because. You saw Bruce like yep. this. You should put the picture on the show. I will. I'll, I'll yeah, do it. I've got uh, it. We'll guys, it we'll he it promised me that he'll put... We'll put, it up, we'll put it up there, no question. If you want to throw a couple kicks at the end of the show, we'll have some... You we're going to knock a cigarette out of TJ's mouth. No, that's not happening. <laughs> you know, just real quick, you know, a lot of people don't believe that Bruce is, is all natural. We talk about it here on the show, and not to make it too much about yourself, Bruce, but... Please. You know, we... Don't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Bruce takes very good care of himself. He travels the world. He stays in uh, amazing... A shape and and people actually think that Bruce has these ab implants and these calf implants. Right. I I don't know why everyone thinks that Bruce can't just take care of himself and look well. I mean, you look well. How often do people question your authentic uh, physique? They are surprised to see me because with a shirt I look kind of normal. When I take the shirt out, it's very well defined. But every yes. time I go to the gym, Bruce is almost there because right, sometimes yeah. we're not crossing each other. But he's, a, he's a daily. Gym rat, gym gym rat, right? But I'm telling you, when you take all those plans, I've been to that life. But I think he's taking more plan than me because of lots of events. So when he take all those plans, if he doesn't train, right, with the water retention, jet lag, he'll break down. Yeah, he's out. So basically, he's a condemn to train, but he loves to train. Thank God, and he's amazing, really, truly, condition, cardio, weights, and flexibility. Flexibility is so... Jean-Claude, right. thank you so much. I, I, my, my day is made. Right. I'm done, Jean-Claude. But it's true. Day. It's true. Thank you. And yeah. you asked me that when we were in the gym. You said, how do you do this with all the, the travel? And, right. 
I say this, I train to travel now, Jean-Claude. I always train to stay in shape, but I have to train to travel. It's not easy. But I'm going to tell you, five years ago, we crossed each other. We crossed, but five years ago, you were not as good than today in terms of condition. Thank you. Everything. Thank you. I was in a lot of stress yeah. back then. Um, my father was in bad shape, and I had oh. family issues. And you know, okay. you know how those things interfere. I didn't know that, but yeah. you know what I'm saying I know the difference. Not making excuses, but I, I appreciate that very much yeah, because we're not getting younger, Jean Claude. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, excuse me. Uh, ask, oh, yes. ask, ask my age. Uh, how old are you, Jean Claude? Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of a movie right there. <laughs> oh, I love it, Jean Claude. You've been. Uh, I, I, I'm like sitting here with my head like going crazy just with all I just heard. Thank you again, Jean-Claude. Me too. I never give up uh, that much on the interview because you, you're a nice guy. Thank you're you. Always nice. You were nice to me always, all the time. Always. You give me respect. Same here. And I, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here and also to talk to all the, the champions and the soon-to-be champions, the audience, everybody. We, all... we have the invoice as well, Bruce, so you owe him. <laughs> no problem. We'll take they're, care of it. They're all going to be listening. You know, Jean-Claude, you know that your son, by the way, also has a great roundhouse kick. Remember you showed me the thing? But he doesn't like to fight. Uh, well, you know, yeah. some people, they like martial arts, yeah. they don't like to no, fight. No, he loves you know? it. He, he loves, loves martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but fighting is not his uh, trip. Can't is it, is it not that. getting hit? Is that is that? No, it's, he's into uh, producing films. Oh, got he's it. got those... Uh, vision of making sci-fi movie sure he's very in very cool kid very intelligent awesome. but he has uh, so much respect for uh, the uh, ufc love it how can you not with those great warriors with all that you've you've been through in the movie career and like you said when you did blood sport there wasn't tgi back then no. all the effects yeah what do you think about the not we already asked you about the action stars but you know what do you think about the tgi effects do you think it's helping or ruining film uh, you know what? <laughs> Without the uh, uh, CG effect, you cannot get those sci-fi huge uh, movies like, and also expandable those Marvels and uh, mm -hmm. those um, Avengers and stuff like that. Uh, so when you do movies like The Old Way, something you, you cannot beat. For example, but you have to go personal. Don't go scope. With uh, without CG, like Lawrence of Arabia will right. cost today so much. But if you do like a, a tight movie, a martial arts film, when you see a guy jumping in slow motion without CG, without cable, you see his vein and everything bulging. You see the you see something you cannot produce in CGI. The effort, so you can see through reality, the truth. You know, um, CG are great, but in the middle of it. You need kind of a human substance, always. I'm not fighting for my profession. My business, my, my, my business today is on the social network, and I'm in China doing some, some different types of business. What I'm saying to you, if you give you truth with the CG, we all, all, always see a difference, yeah. Exactly. Um, you're doing Kickboxer now. I'd love to talk about that, what happens. Where do you see Jean-Claude Van Damme in 10 years? Well... I'm going to try to uh, set up something where people that can have, uh, they can feel great and they can feel uh, important and equal in a sense in the world of uh, social network where uh, we can reach lots of avenues to uh, help uh, people to understand better. In a well, sense like that. It sounds kind of, uh, <laughs> it's more of a, it's a theory of life in, in yes, its own essence. But it's, it's all there, but uh, if we have to go through, it will take like a, a lots of time to explain. We'll, but we'll it's, definitely it's, have it. you back on the show, Jean-Claude. But, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I like to make movies because that's really, that's my, my you know, movies is the, the, the thing. It's like when you're going to make a film, you can represent another reality. Right. If it's those types of movies, right, you know, right. Scorsese movies. And then you have movies like I'm, I may do a TV show which it's not announced yet, and I may do another big movie, kind of a very big movie, which isn't announced yet. You never know what's going to happen. So. Well, in Hollywood, yeah. you never talk about it till the camera's rolling. You That's know, right. Yeah, they've got to keep it quiet. So you keep that quiet. We don't need any big scoops on It's Time Radio here. I'm just so proud and happy that you came in studio to be with us because I and t speak for TJ when I say this and everybody here. It's an honor to have you on the show. Great. It truly is. Great. And we're going to get this out. And I want to have you back on, and I want to see you. And, of course, I'm waiting for my close-up, Mr. DeMille, when I can be in one of your films. <laughs> okay. Don't deal. Don't deal. Don't deal on the camera. And one thing also, when you've been through a lot in life, in, in life, 
Uh, I think the secret to success is, first of all, to have a goal. So what you have to do, you have to ask yourself what you want, right? You'll have no answer for a couple of years until you know who you are. You have to know who you are, and then slowly you will, you will design something of who you are, right? Mm -hmm. When you lock that target, you will feel it. Then what am I supposed to do to make that happen? Then you launch the idea in the future, in a sense, right? And you'll feel that it's going to happen. And then you become what you are. So when I came to America, even though I was poor, the money was in the bank, poor to come. You have to be poor to succeed. I cannot come with money. And because it will not help, 30,000 more. So you go in and I felt like, hey, I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm a movie star. Mm-hmm. I can work for free, but I'm a movie star. You'll see. So I was having that type of already built inside me. And it's the same with the champion. It starts a a young age. But anyway, after all that stuff, what's the most important in life? It's to be simple. It's I, to be simple like a beautiful. sunshine and yeah. a sunset. And then after all I've done, the car, the jewelry, the watch, the this, lots of people understand all Look at me, it's a T-shirt, that's a pen from, from, from Cathay Pacific Business Class. I've got my beats, I'm happy, I've got my dogs. I've got money, but be simple and right. humble, and then you'll go through everything in life. If that's not motivating, I don't know it's what in, is. It's incredibly Seriously. motivating. It's, it's, I, can, I just totally am with you completely what you said. And one thing I'd like to add, and I say on the show one time, is I truly believe we are all created equal in life. It's just about the paths we choose. Right. And it's about being the best you can be on that path that you choose. And your humbleness and where you are today, and, just, and I'd like to end the show on the note that you just put out, because to me, that is valuable, wonderful food for thought for the people that are listening to this show. And for that, I thank you so much, Jean-Claude. Thank you, Bruce. I, it's truly, truly an honor to have you on the show. Please come back. We'd love to have you. Thank you, Absolutely. sir. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen tuning in, all our listeners around the world, we just had a very, very special show, a show that will definitely live long with its time radio. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Remember... Be the best you can be. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Show the respect to everybody around you that you care to receive yourself. Life is about winning. Life is about setting goals. Not just thinking about them, but making them happen. Fulfill your dreams, everybody, and live life to the fullest. We'll be back next week on It's Time Radio. Buffer out. It's Time with Bruce Buffer is a TJ DeSantis production and is property of Buffer Enterprises Incorporated. Its content is intended for private use only. At T-Mobile, you can get two powerful iPhone 11 Pros on us. The three cameras are perfect for capturing my DIY projects. I'm repainting our car. Wow, the ultra-wide camera really captures all the uh, flames. Switch today and get two new lines for 90 bucks, plus two iPhone 11 Pros on us with qualifying trade For well-qualified customers, plus taxes and fees, essentials plan with auto pay, phone via 24 credits. If you cancel before 24 credits, remaining balance on full price of $999.99 for each device may be due. Contact us. Qualifying port-ins and finance agreements required.